Kevin is recording. Woo! All right, and welcome to One Up the Nerd. Was that really our intro? How's it go? I think so. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. Let's is that do okay? It. No, it works. Yeah. Cool. 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 Well, cool, uh, cool. hello, and yeah, hello, and welcome to another episode, kind of a back to back episode. Back to back um, to back. Back to back to back of One Up to Nerd. I'm Frankie, and I'm Kevin. And uh, thanks for tuning in. Uh, we're we've never done a, two episodes this close in frequency, so this is kind of new for us. Can we handle it? <laughs> I can handle that. <laughs> Do we have enough uh, to talk about? Well, that was the thing, right? I, I think at first we uh, there was a couple things that came out on social media that we were buzzing back and forth on, like, hey, you know, let's record another episode, and then we sat down and we're like. Do we do we have enough to talk about? Yeah, <laughs> but I think we do. I think there's some really cool stuff that's come out in the last week, and uh, I'm really excited. So uh, if you're new to the to the to the show, uh, One Up to Nerd is a podcast that Kevin and I started almost two years ago, and uh, we're up to episode 23, season cool. two, episode 23. <laughs> we just two. never reset the episode counter, so there's only 23 episodes. <laughs> yeah, I think it's like it doesn't um, doesn't uh, Dragon Ball Z since the first. Isn't there just like one season and it's like 75 episodes or something like oh, that? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I think there's something like somebody was, I think uh, one of my, uh, somebody that I work with was telling me about that because he was talking about Dragon Ball. I was like, oh, I don't pay attention to Dragon Ball. But yeah. Then that detail came out. I was like, oh, that's interesting. Anyways. I did for a minute, but only like, you know, watching episodes didn't really get into that uh, any further. Sure. So, uh, yeah, uh, one of the is a podcast. Kevin and I started almost two, like we were saying two years ago. And uh, we've, um, we use the podcast as a means to explore our nerd n- nerdiness and uh, try new things, and it's it's taken us into uh, quite a few different new uh, nerd nerd channels. It's pretty neat, but but nowhere really that new within the last two weeks. <laughs> nowhere too new, but there's exciting things for like, gamers yeah. out there, and um, some TV shows that are coming around the corner that I'm, I'm pumped for. So, um, yes, I guess with the, the, with that, the first thing, make, well, first of all, make sure to like, subscribe, have notifications on, follow us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, all those social media things, you know, because if you don't follow that, then what's the point, right? So, <laughs> what's the point? I mean, I mean, what's the point of all of this? Um, but so with no further ado, um, the first thing that, uh, where is my agenda? There we go. Yeah. Um, so, um, <laughs> The first thing that I wanted to talk about was Unreal Engine 5. Yeah. Um, absolutely stunning. It was premiered. So nice. Um, it, looks, it looks incredible. And as much more as it was sort of just exciting to see the level of detail that was that was shown in that presentation, um, it just made you think about where like gaming was going. Yeah, you know, the possibility and, and of it all possibility yeah thinking about applying that tech <clears throat> to the favorite the games you already play right the, uh gears for um uh, you know halo um uh, god of god of war assassin's creed you know yeah th- this is uh ghost of tsushima which is coming around the corner can you yep. think about unreal engine 5 or ghost of tsushima running on unreal 5 no, well like that's gonna be it's insane. not quite the way it's gonna work um, okay so, explain so, that so unreal 5 is the next uh iteration of the unreal engine uh which you know all these super popular games are built with 
Um, there's quite a bit uh, of new features and new technology that is coming with Unreal 5. You know, a lot of the, uh, you know, rendering pipeline and, and all these like super high detail models that, um, you know, an artist can make. They don't have to be uh, uh, sort of edited down for level of detail to make it more game performant. Um, a lot of the way that artists will create uh, art for games will start super high resolution and then they'll start to sort of abstract a, a lower, lower level of detail, less polys uh, and sort of a smaller asset. But with this new uh, Unreal Engine update, they're, they're sort of procedurally handling uh sort of the the down uh you know, or the, the reduction of quality in the model just through the engine so there's not a whole lot of of work that has to be done and what that allows uh unreal to do is really take up as much performance as needed from the computer to render as much detail as that computer is capable of doing uh as opposed to the game maker really having to spend a lot of time managing you know performance profiles of of the games they're making um so it you know it's 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 uh it's going to be something that um developers will have to take advantage of and utilize uh in order to have the games that they're making take you know be able to use this tech uh there's a lot of cool stuff that you know you were talking around around animations they you know the tech demo video that they put out was incredible um is that well, even a game i don't even no, know it's not a game it's it's <laughs> it's a tech demo so they do this every every time they come out with a new uh sort of major iteration of an engine um and they do it to just like spark people's imagination. And, and what you're saying is that like it includes all these different types of games or, or features and tech, tech that you would expect to see in these different games, right? Uncharted and, uh, you know, the couple of games oh, that you yeah. mentioned. I mean, that's kind of how I felt. I felt like the Tomb Raider. They, they did Uncharted. it on purpose, right? Like, yeah, yeah. you know, the climbing and, and the, all the different totally. uh, ways that the character rigs will sort of adapt uh, programmatically to the environment that's set up. Like that's a lot less effort that uh, game makers have to put in to create these, you know, uh, uh, looks and feel in the way that characters animate. And, and of course, this is the top end of the top end of the top end of, of game production, right? Like super high end uh, asset quality and animations. Um, but, you know, it's just like, this is a huge, huge like level up evening of the playing field, like uh, allows more complex games and higher production quality with less effort. Um, and that's the coolest, like the, the possibilities just sort of start to become endless in terms of like what game makers are going to be able to do to create higher quality games just sort of uh, out of the gates. Right. Um, right. I don't know. I'm so super excited by it. Yeah, so when you say like it, it, it's making game developers' lives easier, right? Because mm -hmm. if I'm hearing you correctly, the the level of detail is already in the art, yep. and the Unreal Engine is just bringing that out. Yep. Uh, and um, so, and, and and that's in contrast to, let's say you know we're playing a game like. Uh, uh, Star Wars Battlefront, right? Um, you know, you've got uh, these character models that you're seeing at different at different uh, distances, right? So when you first see a character model, maybe you're maybe you're 50 meters away, right? Uh, right. That's going to be one level of detail, and then you know there might be seven additional levels of detail from you know 40 meters and 30 meters, and then like 
20 meters and then 15 and then 10 and then five and then one. Like if you're right up close to a model, you might see a super high resolution version of that model. Um, but all seven of those steps have to be created individually by the artists. They have to go in and sort of uh, reduce the poly counts. They have to reduce the texture quality and the texture size. And so that's like what this is doing is enabling uh, artists basically just to drop a asset into the engine as they would have created it in you know a 3D a 3D program. Wow. Uh, and you know, just have it out of the gates. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, what is, I mean, and so what the, the, do the developers pay from a, from a little bit of a business standpoint here and I'm not too familiar, obviously, but like, does, do the developers just, is it just free? Is it free sort? Is it, it, is it so, free source stuff? So like, can they just buy this? The, the common game engines, you know, Unreal and Unity being the two big ones, um, Amazon, you know, bought, uh, a, a version of Crytek and have, sort of branched and created the the lumberyard um uh game engine um and so unreal and unity uh were previously both charging around i, I think it's around 30 percent or, or maybe not 30 percent some some percentage of of royalties um you know if you were they get a royalty uh, off, of, off of total sales yeah um wow yeah uh, well, you know it's similar to apple or you know ios store or any sort of first yeah. party store you know they were taking a percentage um there may have been you know different mm -hmm. ways to to do business with them depending on who you are like i don't think that uh, perhaps a blizzard if they're using unity is is paying you know a percentage um sure. but uh uh unreal once fortnite blew up like basically made everything free that the, everybody could use unreal for for free um they started doing a lot of developer grants to to give money to developers who were going to use unreal um but you know each engine has its has its uh pros its cons uh has different strengths and capabilities unreal is of course like the highest sort of uh production value and and uh, uh creation tool in terms of quality uh unity is is more common within the mobile uh games industry sure the lighter weight uh it's a little easier to use in some respects but if you're making um, a, if you're making an uncharted or you're making a, a a Fortnite, right like unreal might be the way to go um well there was a great uh the the presentation was fantastic yeah it was it, like i was blown away um the presentation was done on the new xbox or the new ps5 yeah and it took me down a little bit of a, 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 a deep not it was not not even close to a deep dive but i started going into ps5 versus new xbox mm. and i found a really great article that and then youtube video that was posted by ign and um, you can go and you can find that on their YouTube. Um, I linked it on our Facebook also. But there were two guys making uh, sort of doing a comparative analysis of the the two new uh, next gen consoles. And I'm definitely it, like excited for the next gen. Yeah. You know, I have I have a four PS4. Yep. I don't have an Xbox. I'm running the PC. I love my PC. Um, and from what I'm gathering, there's a lot of people moving to PC. There's a big big movement in that direction. Yeah, but but with but with consoles specifically, there's that that new level of that excitement about the next the next one and which one are you gonna get and you know who's gonna be who's gonna be better which one's gonna you know have the better t exclusive titles and this and that and you know the, the, there was a great analogy that the guy on the on on the video made and he he was sort of explaining two of them they were explaining the differences a little bit. And, 
they were saying that both consoles can, kind of came to the same uh, destination in two different ways. And the way they were uh, explaining this was that to you know improve performance and, and speed and power and everything else like that, that the PS5, if we would, if we would uh, you know, break it down, is basically like a V6 engine, but turbocharged. Right? <laughs> turbocharged a V6 engine. Meanwhile, the Xbox X is a true V8 engine, so it's just meteor, right? Um, they're both getting to the same place in different ways, and like the what the um, what will be interesting is, you know, six, seven, eight months down the road, is which solution was the better one, and that won't be able to be extrapolated until after we've hit like until the consoles have hit critical mass and gone out into the market and sort of like got, gotten that mass data. So I thought that was really, really cool, especially for someone like me that is not that familiar with the super, super edgy tech yeah. information and stuff so, like that. Like that was cool. So yeah, I'm, 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 I, I've pulled up the specs. I'm looking at them. When you said that, I started to type in like, you know, PS5 versus Xbox, like which ones, what are the specs and which one's better? And I started to see all this like, the Xbox is better because of this. And then the PlayStation is like all these different headlines. And, right. um, and then I saw something that was like Microsoft is winning the PR war for the next generation. Um, and then, you, you know, you made that analogy and I'm like, what are you, what are you actually talking about? Um, and, you know, I was uh, working at EA for the launch of the last generation, um, you know, worked on Battlefield 4 and we launched that uh, across uh, both generations, the Xbox 360 and the Xbox One, plus, you know, PS3, PS4. Um, and uh, in many ways, like PlayStation came out of the gates in the last generation and just blew Microsoft out of the water in, in so many different ways. Uh, and, you know, led to the PlayStation being the more popular, uh, the PlayStation 4 being the more popular of this current generation. Right. Um, you know, and, and there weren't a lot of significant, uh, at least sort of like, looking back um they had their pros and cons but i'm looking at the specs right now and you're talking about like you know the playstation being the 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 maybe a turbo or supercharged v6 and and the xbox being the the v8 is like the cpu the gpu um uh some of the memory bandwidth uh and like the total storage size on the xbox is larger um but uh, when you look at when you look at the 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 GPU right, like on the PlayStation, it's a it's a it's a lower bandwidth, but it's a higher frequency. So it's it's a two point two three gigs versus the one point eight for the Xbox. Right. Um, and then you know the the memory bandwidth for the PlayStation is actually just flat, whereas um, I think the Xbox has a little bit of of uh, variability in terms of like the you know the 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 degree of, of how it's, um, choosing to, to put out memory. Um, mm. and you know, I, I would say that like, it's really going to come down to the, to the software and, and how, uh, both PlayStation and Xbox are utilizing that. Right. And, right. and that's going to, what we see, um, as the generations mature is, you know, they're coming out, they're releasing their iteration one or, you know, whatever version they're on of these new, these new, um, uh, hardware, uh, specs, and then it's going to take developers like probably, you know, a year and a half to two years to really start pushing these to their max. Um, and then we're going to start to see like, you know, for these top end games, like who's, who's going to be like, which one's going to perform better, which one's going to look better. You know, they're all going to have these different, these different aspects. And then it comes down to like, 
exclusivity and like what sort of like programs are being offered. And um, I really, this is the first generation I bought into PlayStation with with PS4. Cool. Um, and uh, love, they love, made I they made that. a fan out of me. And I just don't yeah. know, no matter what Xbox does here, that I'm going to be interested in it. Right? Like, well, see, that's the thing too, because like you have a P- you have a PC, you know? Yeah. And, and and for the most part, I don't know if buying an Xbox for for any reason besides i guess the exclusive games like are there exclusive games that just go to the console yeah 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 i mean uh, yeah, uh last me. of us last of us is an exclusive playstation right it's an exclusive right. sony I know title you're pumped for that. i'm super pumped super for, it. for that yeah um, um but like I, there's no there has not been any exclusives on xbox this generation that i was like I need, I need to go have yeah. that and uh, i'm not a big halo guy so like yeah you know, i think i know a lot it of used to be you used to be well. Yeah. No, I I never really was. Mm. So, you know, I think that I'm not their I'm not their customer. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um. What I'll what I want to go into now is sort of uh following our conversation last week regarding the digital avatars. Mm. And uh, are you, you know, a believer now? <laughs> I, well, I want to take a back. I want to back step here for a second because I don't. I didn't really put out a skeptic vibe i didn't think but i, I just feel I, you're always uh skeptical <laughs> i'm always oh. <laughs> that's so funny i think i felt I your skepti- you. i think i felt your skepticism so I, in our pre-conversations to the episode i don't know that you actually laid down any skepticism uh yeah, you yeah, had yeah. more intrigue uh <laughs> about from a topic. certain point of view maybe you thought i was skeptical yeah. but i mean i you know it, just shortly after that there was Facebook released their own, uh, you know, Bitmoji thing, and you know, <laughs> that's, that's I, got, I got carried away. That's circulating Facebook right now, and um, you know, I think it's always kind of interesting and fun and entertaining to imagine yourself in this as this sort of animated character, right? But um, right? what? Huh? I said right. <laughs> yeah, right for sure. Um, but more interesting than just your Facebook Bitmoji. Um, there was an article that came out about uh, VR skin. Mm. Did you see this? No. Uh, I mean, you linked it to me, and, I, and, I, I, and I've been familiar with haptics, which is, is sort of what it represents. Right. But, well, you, so that, but explain it. It's really neat. So, you know, I, there's a, there's an article. I linked it on our Facebook. Go check it out. I'm gonna, you know, I'll start, start on YouTube especially. I'm going to start putting the links yeah, 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 to yeah. these articles. I think it's important. Um, but, um, you know, the where technology is going in haptic that that sort of that sensory um tech is 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 making is going to be making a huge leap here pretty soon and the article that i linked was about vr skin so yeah. you'd imagine it was like this sheet kind of a thick almost like one of those uh neoprene mats it looked like a neoprene mat that was in the video and it like had a wetsuit little, yeah maybe a little bit thicker i'm talking mm. about like some of those gaming mats that i have for tabletops yeah 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 uh wetsuit's another good example um but it had these little round little you know sensors on it and what this article was basically saying is like this is this is the tech that we're going to be wearing in our new in our vr experiences pretty soon this is going to be because it could be suited as a glove it's going to be suited as a suit and yeah you just immediately go to ready player one you're immediately thinking like i'm going to get that suit yeah put this shit on the haptic sensors are going to, you know, then force uh, feedback. It's it's a, it's basically getting haptics is all about force feedback, right? It's it's right. allowing you to feel uh, 
you know, what is happening in the environment around you uh, in, in VR, right? So, the, you know, and the, and the article talks about like, how, you know, virtual reality is we're, we're emulating the senses, right? So first it's sight, right? Yep. Sight, hearing, um, next is touch, yep. you know? If it, once I get smell, I'm out. Like that's just crazy. I'll just turn. I'll just turn into a virtual chef, and I'll cook virtual food, and everybody can virtual taste and virtual smell. It'd be hilarious. Well, yeah. And what's but so interesting to me about crazy. this is uh, this sort of like repeated convergence of different technologies um, and the the continued maturity of of certain technologies. And so, like wearables uh, and smart um, fabrics and like. Uh, sort of nano laced graphene within fabrics. Like there's all sorts of really interesting applications that are developing in parallel. Uh, and then you start to see this like inroad of all of a sudden, like we're going to take this technology now and we're going to do a new thing. Um, and sometimes it's too early, right? So like uh, the connect with Microsoft is a great example. That technology by itself uh, was groundbreaking, but like, was kind of gimmicky, right? Like it, it, right. it was a single experience uh, of one of these senses, and it kind of was like, eh, what, what, like, who is going to be taking advantage of this? And and that's uh, one of the challenges that you have with new hardware technologies is that the game makers have to be able to use these systems uh, in a very easy way because for them to be able to invest in like developing, you know, force feedback and haptics uh, as part of a game experience, it's really challenging. But if somebody develops those those uh, sort of um, development kits that allow you know game makers just to plug in and it just sort of takes care of all of the the touch and the feel and the environment effects. Um, it, it then allows that to be consumed and and uh, so when you sent me this VR skin, I was like, like I just thought of like why is the connector not being used? But then you start to think about like it's a combination, right? That it gives you the haptics, but it also allows um, you know the more sensory. Um, uh, input of of where your limbs are and where you are in the game space. So it's not just right. about you know having the VR headset plus the suit, and then you know you're still wearing the controllers. It's getting rid of the controllers, and your suit is like actually how you're interfacing and interacting with stuff, which is just like right. we're seeing the tech start to become real. Who's gonna Who's gonna first like do it? How affordable is it gonna be? Like. It's not going to be affordable. I want to get suited up. Like, you know, I want to be, right. uh, I want to have, you like, want to be iron... Wade Watts. You want to be Wade Watts. Yeah, you want to get yeah. that, you want to get that suit. Yeah. You want to pull it out of that big box. Like, oh yeah, here we go. Yep, exactly. Uh, and, and not only that, but like, you know, you might see that the competitive nature of the tech coming out well in the, in the years to come, you know, in that, in the movie, right. He got yeah. that new battle suit, right. That, that yep. was like, so like he had a little bit of an edge over everybody because his suit was new and that fresh tech, you know, the, the haptic the haptic technology in his suit was a bit yep. more responsive to other than other people. It was going to give him an edge, and in that world in Oasis, it was super competitive, right? It was sort of vying for yeah for the things that they were looking for. So um, that's like that's like yeah. the almost pay to win, but it's like. His, ba his bandwidth, is. his bandwidth to control his digital avatar uh, was just higher now that he had this new suit, and then he oh, got yeah. the new updated battle like avatar in the game, and then he was just like wrecking, right? <laughs> yeah, um, it was. Really, I mean, that 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 movie is such a amazing representation of really so much where, where, where it's going. Nerd, yeah, right. Um, I mean, well, it, it doesn't it seem is. like super. It doesn't seem like fantasy. Uh, 
to, to, to a certain level because you know, we're we're kind of I've, really on the cusp of it within the next within the next twenty years. Oh, uh, I mean, yeah, I think so. In twenty years, I think so. You're going to see something if we're not there already, something close, and then or maybe something that's. I mean, we might be in the next. I think I mean, think of twenty years. Twenty twenty in the year two thousand. Think of our days. Mm-hmm. I'm is, sorry, I'm now. still thinking of myself in 20 years. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, no, just, you know, again, talking about like uh, uh, where where you see like at some of these consumer electronics shows, right? CES in Vegas, like I've been seeing a lot about uh, wearables and haptics and VR, right? Like uh, and, you know, this, there's some controversy about it because uh, the the porn industry has largely now been sort of removed from CES and one of the things that you were seeing at CES was a lot of these uh, adult um, companies who are developing this technology for VR sort of exploration within within that space. Uh, and then, you know, in the last couple of years, it's gotten a little bit more conservative and they said, oh, you know, we're, we're not allowing, you know, these kinds of companies to be here. But they are actually pushing this technology just as much as anybody else because oh, there's such sure a massive market for it. They, they are. <laughs> I don't really uh, want to comment too much on the porn industry, but well, yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean, but I was only using it to sort of say like that no, there's so it, many there's so many avenues of people that are invested in this sort of uh, like virtual feeling type experience. Right, I agree, and I'm not saying like I don't want to comment because I don't I don't feel like it's appropriate or whatever, but like it's just there's a movie <laughs> that talks about like how the porn industry is literally like they are the reason why so much technology has made the progress that it's made. <laughs> what movie is that? And it wasn't like and it and like then the fight gave club? the reason sounds like a fight club thing. No, it was like something like super bad or something. It was like a comedy, but it was like mm. it kind of like took a took a, t- a turn where he was like laying down some facts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was like, oh shit, you're right. And he was like, yeah, dude, power, bro. Like, <laughs> that's why we, the reason why we have this PC right now is because of porn. Um, anyways, <laughs> like, maybe it was like Zach and Miri making porn. Like, mm. I was like, some, you know, yeah, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now I'm curious. I'm going to go back and figure it out. <laughs> you're go back and look I'm going to go back and watch a ton of porn and figure this out. Um, <laughs> through your, through your annals of, uh, uh, movie history. <laughs> See what I did there? Hey. No. <laughs> Moving on from production. Uh, Dude, um, when, you, when I saw this next uh, thing, I was just like, give me a break. Uh, and I went I went and searched like the references. I was like, who was first reporting this? Uh, and didn't really think that it was legitimate uh, until I started seeing more of it get reported. It's a very uh, obscure, like kind of unbelievable thing. Right. And well, I'm gonna, let, I'm gonna let you say it. I'm gonna Wait. let you say it. <laughs> so NASA just uh, apparently, NASA allegedly, uh, a, a NASA scientist. I don't know, singular, plural, plural, more than likely, whatever. More, yeah. In Antarctica, Antarctica, the place where the thing originated, um, discovered a parallel universe, and um. Just really interesting stuff. Evidence, evidence they, of a parallel evidence universe. Evidence of, uh, yeah. And I want to pull up this article. I want to read the snippet because it was. I should have done this before. But basically, they were measuring um, particles that uh, I guess 
that travel to space or from space to Earth. Earth, Earth out to space. So, like, generally Earth we see we see particles coming to Earth. Uh, Earth as sort of a, a magnetic, um, you know, uh, presence in in space time. Uh, but we we somehow detected particles going out out very easily of our of our of our ecosystem. Right. Okay. I'm gonna so I'm gonna read this pair. I'm gonna read this um, this paragraph. This is from the New York Post. Um, NASA used an antenna named Anita Antarctic Impulsive Transient Antenna via a giant balloon to detect high energy particles that only be that can only be detected coming down. From space, however, Anita reportedly discovered a heavier particle that comes from up out of the Earth. The findings from the NASA scientists are saying that the particle is traveling backward in time, yeah. which suggests a parallel universe. Scientist Ibrahim Safa spoke on the experiment and the results, saying we're left with the most exciting or the mo- most boring possibility. And I think that was kind of uh, that little line there is it's kind of an interesting sort of take on it, right? This is either really exciting or not at all. I don't really know. I don't think well, they, they don't know. really know what it is. It's just the theory of like, well, if this particle is is moving, you know, uh, in the opposite direction, like then it must be that time is moving in the opposite direction in some way re- relative to this particle, right? Um, look, it's I'm the town, the town neutrino. I'm not a scientist. I'm this. I'm not that smart. Trying to understand this and time, relativity. Does this break Einstein's theory of relativity, or does this have, is it in line with it? I don't know. The idea it, of a parallel universe. It, 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 okay, so hold on. Does that just mean like the clock, the 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 the, the clock's just moving counterclockwise? Is that all? Is that all that means? Is that like the, the, the dial on the clock, like the little hand on the clock going the other direction? Well, time time at a, at a universal scale like doesn't exist according to a clock. Um, so okay. that's 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 something that I very basically understand. That, that's uh, already way more, and it, more and way more intelligent. Than that and it's and you know and there's this idea uh, about entropy that sort of like everything is in a state of okay. Uh, and that is how we are able to measure time, you know, at, at a universal scale. And I could be completely off on this. Like I'm trying to, no, you reflect, sound brilliant. I'm, I'm going, trying to reflect you on sound, a lot you of stuff. Um, you sound, you, you're, whole, you're, you're carrying the team on this one right now. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and so like the implication for me at, at that level is like, it's a reversal. It's, 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 um, this, uh, a state of the universe that is, that is going in the opposite direction of the universe that we're going in. Right. And, and like, one of the things that's happening at the universal scale is like space and time is continuing to expand. Like there's an outward expansion of right. this, like, you know, what feels like an infinite sort of uh, infinitely large universe. It, there is an edge to it and it is expanding. That's sort of the what we've right. been able to discover. So we're left to assume that they're that within this parallel universe. Spaces. Uh, that's the implication that I went with this is like that if if time is moving in sort of uh, the opposite direction that like there is actually a, a parallel universe in which things are contracting and then like what like what are the implications of that I don't know um <laughs> <laughs> oh my god I, well, I, all I can it, think it, of is like Keanu Reeves and that just just like Whoa. Well, and this like, is, you know, this starts to get into quantum quantum physics and mechanics and like uh how, you know, like how, you know, <laughs> atoms and, and matter even exist and like what what is gravity, right? Like 
gravity is what we're trying to explain within the quantum physics and, and quantum theory. <sighs> Can't uh, do it. Can't. Like, Can't even, what so, is the so force I'm of so, gravity, right? Well, so so there's all kinds of really cool. <laughs> I'm gonna go. I'm, I love I'm going. It. I, I, I go go Dude, go go, uh, go go Kevin go go. I don't know. This is like a I'm highly interesting right find. <laughs> got this <laughs> so listen um <laughs> uh I don't know. I've just been super interested in in the quantum sort of uh possibility, right? And and a lot of um things that we talk about and we believe or we sort of feel are true um start to get really explainable when you start to talk about quant quantum physics and quantum they mechanics. Get, they get to be explainable. Yeah. Unex uh, unexplainable. Ex explainable or or theoretically explainable, right? So like we know that gravity exists as a byproduct of, you know, the magnetism Mass, created yeah. by uh the spinning of our of our Earth, you know, around the sun and and then we've got the moon that sort of creates, uh, you know, waves uh, and, and a lot of sort of other pool on our on our natural environment. Um, you know, this is why you end up seeing a lot of uh, similarity with the nature of, of different um, uh, constructs and flowers that look in the sim similar way as like uh, the way that blowfish in the ocean create their little nests. Um, but then like there's a there's a uh, and, and so at that level, there's like an interconnectedness of, of the energy of of all matter. Um, this is something that like, have you, have you, did you get into Debs at all on, uh, uh, was it Hulu? Have you seen that? No, not yet. Uh, so Ron Swanson is like this, like chief, uh, uh, technologist at this, you know, quantum company that is, uh, developing this AI. It, it's hysterical, <laughs> but they, they get into this like theory. It's, talking on, about, it's on Hulu? Yeah. It's, uh, it's a really deep, uh, uh, show that explains or that starts to have a narrative around these really complex, um, uh, you know, possibilities. And, uh, one of the things they talk about, this is going to be a bit of a spoiler, but, um, they, they have this theory that's that, that they talk about in relation to cause and effect, uh, that okay. basically everything can be explainable through cause and effect. Uh, and because that is true, they, uh, a computer can map all cause and effect, um, of everything like a supercomputer and AI can learn like cause and effect at a molecular sort of quantum level. Uh, and that's the kind of like space that, that this, this show takes place in. Um, and, uh, within that, like there's this energy sort of, uh, you know, layer of our existence, like human bodies create energy and like, how do they do that? And like, you know, they're using calories and, and all these things. Um, but also we have energy throughout our body. Uh, and I don't know if you've heard of Reiki. Um, it's like yeah. energy, energy therapy. Okay. I so. thought it was like the most, uh, we, we, we already had, wow. we kind of already had this conversation. No, we already wow. had it on, this, on Facebook. Remember? Annie's going to get tons of validation on this one. Well, so, so in my sort of like randomness of doing searching on the internet, uh, I stumbled across this white paper by the government, um, by the national health Institute, uh, uh, that goes in and is talking about these different, um, energy mechanics relative to quantum theory, and how uh, they basically are, are real things. Like um, we have energy fields in our body, and and totally. we and like the people uh, have sort of expressed their ability to be sensitive to that energy, and like you know that they can they can feel when energy is blocked in certain parts of people's body, mm -hmm. um, and uh, uh, that they can sort of heal heal those blockages and, and help people's bodies sort of come back in in a in line. Um, and when, when you start to think about how blood flows to the body and how like, you know, our energy flows through our, our nervous system, it's like, 
huh, this kind of is weird and starts to make sense. Sure. Um, well, I think one well, of the simplest forms of, of <clears throat> what you're talking about is is grounding, right? It's yeah. Well, feet, feet possibly, on the ground. Yeah, I remember you talking about that. You know, and um, putting you know your your body's just is is a magnet conducting electricity in some in some respects, and you know connecting to the ground, which is also another giant magnet. Is it's kind of puts the puts things back, you know, even, you know, and, and maybe well, the thing <laughs> is, the thing is, it's like it's I love it's, your reaction to all this. We don't, um, you know, within our culture and our society, especially in the West, like we have this very like strong affinity for Western medicine and science, which is very uh, tangible, right? Like, and then when you start thinking about Eastern medicine. Uh, and it's a little bit less so, right? It's sure. more herbal well, it's like, and, and like based in wisdom society and culture. Um, and, you know, for me, like. Which, is, which I think there's validity. There's I total think. validity, but it's within like story there, and conjecture that is not necessarily like play, playing to the science. There is a book. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I'm going to. So Jeremy Sampson was telling me. And I'm going to, Jeremy, after this, after this podcast, I'm going to shoot, shoot you a text because <laughs> I got, I, I'm going to, and then I'm forwarded to Kevin because Kevin, you're going to trip balls to reading, getting some of this uh, insight, but it was talking about Native Americans and their, uh, and how they, um, uh, in a lot of ancient cultures and societies were so, had that, that wisdom culture. Yep that allowed them to thrive in, in many respects. Yep. And it was like, you know, it was a, a connection to the energies of the world of the world that um, allowed them to, you know, kind of tap into it. Right. That was like, you know, doing, sing, doing things to, to, to attract salmon through the river, you know, yep. and, and stuff like that. And, um, I'm gonna have to get that information. No, so I've, 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 I've gone down this path. Um, Jeremy was like, uh, the way you got are getting excited about this podcast. Yeah. When he he was talking about it. This was months ago. He was clearly like amped about it. He yeah. already read it and something yep. like that. But just explaining it to us, it was definitely something he was. Yeah, there's was, there's like, an exciting. Extra- it was exciting. There's an extrapolation of a lot of of. Uh, these sorts of thoughts into like, you know, what about our society like no longer allows us to be able to like perceive or, or think or talk or uh, understand some of these more metaphysical, uh, uh, you know, properties of our existence that like sure. we just don't get exposure to. Nobody talks to them or nobody talks to us about it. Nobody like shows well, us. Why is that? Sh- what do you think that is? because we're so disconnected i mean we've broken nature right like we nature does not exist uh we have we have we have system we we have systematically caged and altered the course of nature like there's no there's no meta natural system that like we have not had an impact on um and so you know like when you start to think about that of like with with like you know the way that um the united states was was um sort of uh uh populated and how everybody moved west and then like all the dams like we built like thousands upon thousands of dams and every sort of waterway that existed um now the all the the pollution and, and the ways that we sort of like take over certain plots of land we've we've destroyed all the natural like uh migratory patterns of of land-based animals you know birds are still around um Mm. but uh uh 
you know, that like, I don't know where I was going with that, but I, what I wanted to say <laughs> was, you know, there's, do you remember, um, the water diviners? Have you, do you remember this as a concept? So there's this, um, there's this like old technique about finding water in the ground where people mm. would like walk around hold this, holding like, stick. up sticks yeah. and they would it sort looked, of it like, like it looked like a wishbone. Yeah, it would look like yeah. a wishbone. And they would walk yeah. around and they'd be able to find where water was. Sure. Um, you know, and, and there are still people that do that as a service. They're uh, accurate as fuck. They're accurate. Well, maybe some of them are, perhaps some of them aren't, but like I believe that they are. Um, and so why? Like, how do they do that? Like, how do mm. they feel and sense that there's water in the ground, right? Like, yeah. because they are attuned to some sort of energy. There's a, there's a sixth sense, man. Movement. Sense. There is. Um, so, yeah, there totally for sure. Is. I'm going to be, um, I'm going to be trying a, a hand at, uh, at meditation. Mm. And, um, I'm going to. Have you not I'm done gonna, any meditating, uh, before? Not really, no. Mm. Um, my my mother is is a longtime meditator. Mm. Uh, she actually taught a class on meditation. Um, there's um, and she's like she she learned this specific form of meditation. I'm, I'm not. I don't remember the name of it. But Trans it like, transcendental something med meditation. No, that's uh -oh. not even, I know that's not even close. Um, <laughs> she like learned it from like some guru mm. right and like in some respects like apprenticed to this guy mm. this is way before children wow this um, is a part of your your family history i do not know i'm yeah, very intrigued um she has all of his lectures all of his uh stuff on cassette <laughs> and has just actually um asked me I bought the thing on Amazon the, day, uh, the other day. And, like, put the sets in through the USB in it. <laughs> awesome. Uh, to, 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 to transcribe this and or uh, transfer the data to, to digital. So, um, you know, I'm going to be taking this uh, a journey. And, cool. Uh, I, I told my mom I would, and I think she, she was really excited. Like, yeah, Bond, you know. Um, so, you know, there's, there's, some, there's way more to um, – Everything that we've talked about, you know, I believe in. And I think yeah. what we're getting at is that there's just way, so way more to our world and our universe that we don't understand. Um, that goes beyond just what we see, yep. you know, and that what that what you're talking about is that of being tangible, the world tangible and having the impact on the, on the tangible world. Um, that's that that hits uh, me in a spot that I, I connect with because I, yeah. I, I agree with you. I agree with you in a big way. And so then we get into like, you know, is there a force? Well, yeah, that's where I was going to start to go about gravity is like, if, if there is a force that exists, like there's the possibility that we can wield it. Right. And if, and right. if, and, and, but you know, I'm not saying without like technology, <gasps> Unlimited power. I'm not, I'm not talking about without like some sort of technological sort of, uh, uh, ability, but like, <sighs> You know, if we do have these other uh, uh, energistic senses that we are just not really in tune with or don't really develop because nobody talks about them, we don't have learning around uh, them in our in our sort of cultures and, and development. Um, you know, who knows what is possible, right? Well, like, there seems like that that would take. I don't know why. This is my feeling 
that going down that road and embracing that as a human race would take us down a much different take us down a, down a much different evolutionary path than let's say going the super techie route right and well, just yeah. and, and ending up in like borg status yeah right you know what i mean I've, like, I've i've fantasized about what you're talking about like what if what if we had uh developed um you know more in line with uh, a natural uh, ecosystem, right? Like totally. what would, what would the world look like if the West had not sort of industrialized Crazy. and we had more, uh, closely integrated with the natural cycle of, of the earth. Um, oh, I am loving this conversation. <laughs> this has gotta be one of my favorite podcasts I've ever done. Um, fantastic. Absolutely yeah. fantastic. I think we should talk about this some more. We do have other things to discuss. However, not really. Like this is our podcast. Well, we can talk that's about true. We I mean, we had a good list, but, um, but yeah, I mean, I, I really I'm gonna follow I, on the next podcast. We're gonna follow up on this. Let's get. Okay. A, I want to keep de- discussing this. Or maybe we just do a deep dive as a separate episode. That's uh, sort of a, an offshoot. <laughs> something. Something. I'm gonna get. We'll I'm talk get more. The, I'm gonna get those resources on um, what Jeremy was discussing. And, yeah. Uh, kind of follow up with some maybe some insights from whatever it is that uh, comes out of that. So. So I, I found the I found the article that was the on the National Health Institute um, websites. Distant healing intention therapies: an overview of the scientific evidence. Uh, I read this uh, and I just sort of looked at Christy and I was like, I'm sorry that I've ever doubted you. <laughs> like, <laughs> there is actual science that starts scientific theory uh, that starts to explain like how this stuff uh exists um, so i mean i don't, like, I don't like, want to necessarily validate all uh, all of the female race but uh, i mean when we start talking about astrological science and stuff like that and whether or not that's a valid form of, of <laughs> i mean is it that is it that i have some theories on that 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 are that are that are detached from the astrological signs like which i think are made up and and sort of a a, a uh, but interesting it, story. I mean, of course, well, it's made up. Somebody had well, to make it up. But like, it's a categorization. It it's a categorization it- of of averages across like a population, right? So, like, if I say something sure. to be true about some segment of people that were born in some segment of time, like, I'm more than likely going to be right to some degree, right? Um, and so, like, I don't know, like, I, I, this starts to get into personality assessments and categorizations, and like, I think we are a lot less uh uh categorizable than and, and like at, like in the way that we are in the ways that we are different than we are uh sort of in the ways that we are similar um we just sort of i, I don't know we'll, we'll talk about it later that's that's a that's another subject for a much uh, deeper time <laughs> okay okay um shifting gears <laughs> Shifting gears to, we talked, to, video, uh, to video games. It was back like, to video games. Such uh, a weird. Uh, no, actually, not video games. Well, it's Spellbreakers. Did yeah, you want to talk about that? Yeah, not that uh, excited. I was super excited about getting the beta. I think you, just, you just feel like oh, I got the beta key. Cool, like you know, exclusive. But and then we I'll did. Play, and, and yeah, we uh, didn't really play much. It is. I would tell you what. There's a game. There's this game that we mentioned on the last podcast called Spellbreakers, and um, it's fuck. It's hard. It was really hard. Just oh, shooting spells at people is not as easy as shooting a gun at somebody, you know, in this in this way. Um, I don't really have much to say. 
Oh, I mean, you had me really excited about it. I went and downloaded it. I think I had it installed before you did. Uh, and then um, went through the very brief tutorial, which, you know, it's it's in beta. It's not released. Uh, and then just got wrecked. Um, yeah. I went in after the tutorial, played one mission and like got to jump around three or four times and just had somebody kill me. Uh, yeah, we were talking about I'm, that as like the the difficulty curve was just too high from here's this new game that's like kind of similar to all the other games that you've played that are like this game, but this one's fantasy and has spells. Uh, okay. But it doesn't play and it, like it plays similarly, but also doesn't, right. You're throwing no, yeah, fireballs around and like you're jumping into space with your magic ability. It kind of uh, reminded me of tribes a little bit. Remember yeah, playing tribes yep, back in the day? I mean, yep. I, yeah, I know you've only made a handful of matches. I've played like a dozen or so. I, yeah. I think Joe just played a little bit more even. Mm. He's got a lot of kills. It was, I'm like, I've played a dozen or so matches, maybe a little bit more. And I have one kill. One, one. I played one and I died. One. Um, Jojo's like, yeah, I basically like hang out and like watch people go at it, like go at each other, and yeah. then I just come in and go like, shoot the kills. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, yeah. wow, you're such an ass. But that's what I was telling form, you about. Yeah, you know it is. So, um, yeah, what's interesting is so like you, before you uh, jump into the match, you have to pick like a primary uh, element. Element. So isn't that is it really that far off from what we're talking about? You pick a primary elemental power, right? Yeah. Um, wind, wind, fire, water, ice, um, and those are those are way more important. Picking that primary weapon is way more important than I originally gave it uh, thought, thought of. Oh, really? So I was starting. Yeah, I was starting off with the like, wind. The wind. I was like shooting mm. wind gusts at people, and like that, that didn't. I was doing zero damage. I didn't get was, to. I didn't even get to understand like uh, yeah, how this worked, right? Because they, so, they layer you with like the gear, and then there's like some kind of charm, and then there's like your base element, and then there's like some kind of like special ability, and like these are all items that you can pick up, and like yeah, it's okay, yeah, um, yeah. It's I mean, there's a, there's way more to it than I originally thought, right? Um, you have a primary element. And then when you you pick that before you go into the game, when you're playing the game, you just you find other elements to pick up as a right. secondary, right? It's like your upgrade through continuing to play. It's like picking up well, a new you weapon, get, you right? Have a le- you have a left hand and a right hand, right? That's sort of how they're they're, they're, they're putting it out there as. And so each each right left hand right hand has a primary has a primary uh, weapon, and then like like a like a power weapon right so like if you have a fire if you have a like the fire gauntlet and call it you throw a fireball and that's your your primary and then like your 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 second your your you know big power for the fire is like you throw up like a firewall mm-hmm. right i like ice um mm. i'm playing with that right now because it's basically you turn into like an ice bow and arrow you, you start he's <laughs> like yeah it's, it, it's a sniper basically yeah, effectively yeah, yeah, a sniper. Yeah. so it's like a long range high high damage um, I look for the uh, stone as my secondary because it's mid range, heavy damage. Mm-hmm. Um, so I kind of can like stay kind of far away. Um, the only thing with the stone is that you have to be on the ground. Like you come down and oh, you, like, got you it. do like a Hulk, like uh, like or not a Hulk, but like a superhero landing right in the like, earth shoots up. Um, and then yeah, like you said, they were like they like layer other things with it. Um, 
teleporting, flying. So it's, like so it's a lot to learn very it's a lot. quickly. I yeah. need like I need like a like a noob level that like has <laughs> half of that disabled that just allows you to like shoot the little one the the, the left hand. They have choo, practice. Choo, choo. They have practice stuff. But it's yeah. Maybe taking giving another shot. We'll, we'll we'll play next week or something. Um. Total War. I've been playing a lot of Total War recently. Um, Getting ready for the new one. The, yeah, I already pre-ordered it. Comes out in two hours. Uh, the Warden and the Paunch. I gotta say that I'm super. Um, <laughs> you I'm said that. It's just a funny. It's just funny. <laughs> it's called. I'm just reading it. The Warden and the Paunch. And the Paunch is this. Um, he's part of the green. The, the green. The Greenskins. Mm. Um, which is kind of like an orc type, but there's multiple there's like orcs and there's like greenskins um but i gotta say as a as a fan of the, of the franchise i'm proud i'm a proud fan because creative assembly does such a good job coming out with with new dlc and they put effort behind it they they, they continue to add to the narrative add yep. the story add add characters that are that make sense that fits they identify like this faction is missing a this kind of bad, this kind of lord or or hero, and let's yeah. add that. Um, with the expansion, they're they're adding in like a couple other heroes for different factions. There's a new um like lion chariot unit being added. Mm. There's two like white lions like pulling this chariot, uh, and it's a high elven unit. I'm super pumped. Um, I've been playing a lot of the uh, Mortal Empires campaign. Which is like the grand campaign that encompasses all the different factions across both Warhammer and Warhammer Two. I'm about uh, wow. 90, 90 turns into it. I have about uh, twelve or thirteen fa- uh, territories under control, and it's starting to get spicy. Mm. It's like is originally you start on that main warp, that main island where that big warp thing is, and then as you start like kind of settling in. I've I've left like myself and two other like high elven fac- other uh, not factions other high elven uh, kingdoms we'll call them um, uh, like I've left them I haven't like tried to conquer everybody you know like I've formed like strong trade alliances I'm really looking at it from a grand campaign standpoint um, and uh, yeah after I saw the trailers for that DLC I really was like. I'm getting back into this. Let's get, let's get on it. I had I had a campaign. I started a new campaign. It kind of took my time. I like, I, I, it kind of was a very internal in the beginning. Yeah, yeah. Um, build that economy up. Took some, took small moves. Played carefully. Like take my t- took my my chance. Like took chances when I could. Um, I have heroes that are like level twenty twenty two that are just they're beasts. Yeah. When they like they kill one hundred and fifty hundred. Like they kill a whole company of men by themselves. <laughs> so uh, Total War is still loving it. Was a great fan. Dang. Uh, yeah, you know, I, I I played a couple <laughs> campaigns when you know it first came out, or we were talking about it, and then uh, just fell off. I actually got the Three Kingdoms. Uh, played a couple there and, and just uh, it's hard for me to get back into it and sort of remember where I was at and like what kind of strategic decisions I was making and like I know. unless I'm continually I, I continually playing right like a little right. bit every day uh, oh I'm gonna take a couple more moves um, yeah and that's that's just not where where I'm at uh, sure. mentally right now yeah um let's see um moving away from that a couple of TV shows coming on in Netflix pretty uh 
pretty soon. Uh, Umbrella Academy season two coming out. Super awesome. Super excited for that. The Order season two. Really excited for that. The, the Order was season. the. Uh, um... That was the Kevin Bacon young like I I kind of that's how I compared it. It was like young Kevin Bacon. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, he yeah. Gets, he gets uh, recruited to be in this order of. Yep. Mages. Yeah, oh, young is, Kevin Bacon. Okay, I see it. I see it. I couldn't really and, put my finger on what I thought he looked like. And it, well, it's like the whole he has like this whole focus vibe, like he's like from out of town, <laughs> and whatever. So yeah, um, we really enjoyed it. We watched the first season. Yeah, um, check and it out. Umbrella Academy. I'm super pumped that that's coming back. I didn't super know pumped. that that was coming back. I gotta read the first. I gotta read the second uh, graphic novel before it comes out. Though. I have it. <laughs> I own it. I just need to read it. Um, there's um. If you're, I feel like I'm just kind of like rolling off these these next few things, and there's not too much to talk about because we spent a good amount of time on on, on this first stuff, and 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 it was well deserved. It was a great conversation, but there's like this other stuff like um, I Crucible. I don't know. Um, yeah, you know, this is a new Amazon game uh, that's coming out. That's you know, I I said it's another battle royale game. Um, I just started seeing a bunch of like chatter and, and headlines about it. Like Amazon is serious about games with this game. Uh, and then I saw it and I was like, how is how? how? Um, <laughs> I don't really know. Uh, but, you know, I'm, I'm going to try to find it came out today, uh, apparently. Um, but you can't find at least I couldn't find off. Where, the, where do you where can you download it? Is it free to play? I don't know. I, I have no idea. Um, oh, it's just a mystery game. It's just a mystery game that Amazon made. That Amazon made. <laughs> okay, well then, here I want to go to. I want to talk a little bit about Star Citizen. Hmm. Um. Or do you want to save that for next? Next, we're we're at about an hour right now, and I'm uh, and I'm trailing pretty 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 hard. Okay, you know we'll save Star Citizen for next time. I'll give me a little bit more time to uh, read research. Um. And um. You are know, you gonna Are you gonna play any of it? Like uh, what? Play what? Sit at Star Citizen. It's not out. It's only available. No, it's it's an alpha. I mean, there's many parts of the game. Uh, there are different parts that you can play, and uh, oh. oh, I didn't know. I my, from what I understood is that the game is an alpha, but that the, I didn't see any sort of availability to play in alpha or join alpha. Or do they're know, doing or something do you, really do weird. Know, hey, they're hey, doing hey, something. Buddy, you, got, you know somebody over there. They're they're doing something really um, maybe uh, weird where they're developing um, the different the, modules of gameplay uh, yeah, that you can start to huge. experience. It's supposed to right. be a huge. Uh, so this is like a, basically a sci-fi MMO, right? And uh, we'll talk. We'll, we'll, we'll yeah, deep dive we'll, next we'll talk about time, it but, next time. But there's a, a lot, lot of history there. A lot of moving parts to this game. One part takes you in space. One place. One part takes you, you know, shooting down shit to and, down to their down to the surface. Yeah, yeah. It's it's. Uh, did, uh, yeah, I want to talk about it. So we'll do the next time. Anyways, cool. Um, hey, uh, my name is Frankie, and that's Kevin. And you're not gonna <laughs> let me say that. And I'm Kevin. I, you know what? Well, like I, I'm. Ex- I was wondering what you were gonna do there. I'm waiting for you to say. And I'm oh, Frankie. And I'm Kevin. Hey, thanks for tuning in. Uh, thanks for listening to What Up Nerd. Make sure to like, subscribe, have your notifications on. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Um, uh, and every listen, podcast platform every po- that you could possibly imagine. Every podcast. Did you hear about the big guy moving to Spotify exclusively? Who's Check, the big you know, guy? We'll, we'll talk about that later. Oh, anyways, somebody. Um, 
Yeah, I don't even, I don't think I'm allowed to say his name, Joe Rogan. Maybe, I don't know. Anyways, oh. Yeah, so we're on Spotify. That's where we, like, want people to, you know, I guess hear us because it's, it's just a great platform. So, um, anyways, yeah, thanks a lot. And you guys have a great day. Maybe we'll do another one next week. Who knows? We'll try to do another one. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Anyways. We'll see what we can do. We'll see. All right, take care.